You are listening to episode number 13 of the Ranching Burnett podcast. I cannot believe we're already at episode 13. I want to take a moment to thank you guys so much for all your support this far and all the support for our guests that we brought on for our interviews. I am just blown away at the amount of support and the messages I get on Instagram and all the insights from you guys. And I really appreciate each and every one of you listening in on this show. It's just been incredible to hear your stories and your goals and what's fueling your fire to keep going on your personal agricultural journey. Before we dive into this episode, I want to take a moment again to encourage you to head on over to my website, theranchingbrunette.com, sign up for our email list. I'm getting ready to launch my next complimentary tool for you guys, and I can't wait for you to get access to that. As soon as you head to the website, within a few seconds, it pops up. Enter your email and then you'll have access to that when it goes live. I promise I don't bombard your inbox ever. This is just for more insight that I can get to you guys in a digital format. So I'd really appreciate you taking a moment to head on over and subscribe there. If you're not following me on Instagram, give me a follow at The Ranching Brunette. And that way you can get more of our day-to-day insights and what we've got going on here in between the weekly episodes. Okay, let's head into episode number 13 of just get over it. This is something that's helped me tremendously on my journey, not just in my agricultural journey, but in my journey through life. So this is one of the most profound lessons I learned as a little girl, something my dad taught me. He sat down and taught this to me. And I wanna share it with you because it gives some really good insight in a visual that you can really take your fear and break it down. And then this kind of helps you get through those steps to get through it. So it's going to be kind of an analogy that I'm going to paint for you. And I'm really excited for you to hear this. The reason I'm wanting to go into this topic today of facing your fear is as you're getting started, it's really exciting in the beginning. You have all your dreams, your plans, your goals, everything's mapped out and you start getting some traction. Then you got to kind of head into the not so fun stuff of getting your LLC set up, your bank accounts, working with accountants and attorneys and whatever else and all the paperwork and getting down to the nitty gritty of setting up a business. And a lot of times, this is when fear can kick in because you're going to these professionals to help you assist in building your business, right? They are not professionals in the agricultural industry. So my own experience, I went and met with an accountant and instead of helping me by asking me what kind of business I'm building, what my plans are, what my goals are, this individual proceeded to tell me all the ways it would not work and how he's been in the accounting world for however many years and he's never seen a rancher make it more than five years that wasn't born into it. That was a very interesting moment for me. I did not use this accountant. I found a different accountant. I want to take a moment to tell you, do not let somebody who is not in the agricultural industry scare you out of chasing this. Just because they've seen this happen to other ranchers, that does not mean we know all the circumstances and reasons they didn't make it. It may not even be because it was ranching's a dying way of making a living, which is false. However, there is that belief out there and people from the outside looking in believe that and they will discourage folks from doing it. Maybe they're just trying to help save you from some pain or what they've witnessed other individuals going through. However, it can be really discouraging. You go tell people, hey, here's what I'm doing and they kind of look at you like you're joking, right? If somebody has not been in the industry They have no authority to tell you that you can or cannot make it in that industry. So I want you to keep that in mind. You're going to face a lot of issues when you're trying to get this set up, and it's going to start instilling some fear and some self-doubt. So 
This is why I think this is a really important topic for me to interject in between our interview episodes and share with you how I've overcome this. And so I'm going to get back now to my story of when I was a little girl and why my dad took the time to share this really profound lesson with me. And I used it a lot as an adult too. When I was younger and just getting into horses, I had a huge love for horses, but I was also deathly afraid of going faster than a walk when I'd ride a horse. And I was about eight years old and my parents would take me to 4-H shows and whatnot. And I was still being led around the arena. I was so afraid of a horse taking off with me. And the reason I was afraid of that is I had watched my dad get in a really bad wreck on a new horse he had bought for me. He went to ride him for the first time. We brought him home. This horse took off and tossed my dad onto this barbed wire fence and split his side open really bad and bruised him. And I witnessed all this as a really young girl and it traumatized me. And I'm like, wow, I can witness the power that these horses have. I can see what this individual horse can do to my dad, who has a little girl that's the strongest person you know, right? It's your parents. So you see your dad get injured in this wreck and it instilled a lot of fear in me. And so I was afraid to ride the horses by myself anything faster than a walk. My poor dad was taking me into lead line classes with toddlers, which was so embarrassing, I'm sure. At the time, I did not feel embarrassed. I was just happy to be in the arena and happy to be on a horse. But looking back, that was probably a really embarrassing thing for my parents to put me through. I'll never forget, it was after one of these shows, my dad sat me down, we were at home, and he sat me down and did this analogy with me. So we got out a piece of paper and he goes, okay, I'm gonna teach you something, and this is really gonna help you get over this. For anybody that has a fear, and you hear people say, just get over it, I'm going to break that down into something that's going to be really empowering for you instead of that negative comment where somebody can't grasp why you're fearful. And I'm going to break that down next. So my dad sat me down with this piece of paper and some colored pencils. And he goes, okay, I want you to, I want you to draw yourself sitting in the grass with your horse toys and your horses in the field. So I did. I'm draw it out, you know, I'm really fun. Okay, this is really cool. And then my dad goes, okay, now I want you to Draw all your dreams on this side of what you want to do with horses. You want to ride reining horses. You want to ride show jumping horses. You want to go to the Appy World Show. You want to do all these things that you talk about, right? I'm like, yeah. He goes, okay, draw that over here. So I do, and I draw out all these things. And he goes, I want you to draw out as if you weren't afraid to lope a horse on your own. What, were, what would be the things you would do if this wasn't holding you back? And he's coaching me through this as I'm drawing. So now we've got where I am essentially at that moment at eight years old and where I want to be in the future. And I wanted to be a horse trainer. I wanted to show world-class horses and compete in all these events and run galloping through a field, right? Like every little girl wants to do. But here I was stuck in lead line classes with my little toy horses, my pretty horses out in the field, but I was too deathly afraid to ride them. So my dad then says, okay, I want you to draw a bridge connecting these two scenarios. I'm thinking, oh, this is kind of odd. Okay. So I draw a bridge. I still have this drawing to this day and it's interesting to look back on it because I remember this like it was just a week ago. So I draw this bridge connecting the two. So then my dad says, okay, what's stopping you from being this person? What's stopping you from getting from where you are now to where you want to be? So I start telling him, you know, I'm afraid of getting bucked off. I'm afraid a horse is going to take off with me. I'm afraid I'm going to get hurt the way you got hurt. I just start rambling off all this stuff. He goes, okay, I want you to write it in the water that's going between your two scenarios underneath the bridge. So I start writing these, all these fears out and I'm listing them out. And my dad goes, okay, 
What do you think it's going to take to get you to overcome those fears, to get over this bridge so you can become this person you want to be? And he let me sit and marinate on that for a while. It was so profound. I hung that up above my bed, and every night when I was falling asleep, I'd look at it. In the morning, I'd look at it. And kind of like I've talked before, your subconscious starts working on things, like with intention boards. This was one of my first lessons in how your subconscious can really help you find a way to overcome a problem and find a solution. Whether that problem is a legit problem or a fear or an issue, it's going to help you find a way to navigate that. In life, you're going to be faced with fears and it's going to hold you back and it's going to keep you in your comfort zones. And you need to find a way to get from where you are to where you want to go. And usually the only thing that's holding you back is fear. And I mentioned several episodes back that one of my favorite quotes is, we are all living in cages with the doors wide open. This is kind of another way to look at that perspective, as a lot of times our own fears hold us back, or somebody makes a comment and we dwell on it, such as, nobody makes it in ranching anymore. You can't do it unless you're born into it. Then we start getting these false beliefs built into us. Then we have a bad day and it's like, oh, well, maybe they were right. Then another bad thing happens. Oh, I guess they were right. Well, you know, I'm just... This is too scary. I might lose it all. When you're facing a fear and somebody tells you, just get over that fear, I want you to picture getting over that bridge, what it takes to get across that bridge. So where you are stuck at, whether it's in business, in your personal life, whatever it may be, but you have all these dreams and you know where you want to go and you're being intentional, but you've got some fears in the way, I want you to picture the bridge and what it takes to get across that bridge to overcome that fear. Because underneath that bridge, the water that's flowing in between these two scenarios, those are your fears. And you need to figure out how to cross that bridge and get over that arc to get to the other side. So as I was a little girl and I was trying to figure out how to overcome this fear, I started breaking it down into why am I afraid of this? I kept asking myself that. And I learned it was because I was afraid to lose control of a horse and get injured the way I saw my dad get injured. And so I started looking at things and realizing that knowledge is power. So I started studying horse trainers. I'd buy their books. I'd watch their shows on RFD TV. I became a student and I started gathering as much information as possible to help me overcome that fear and build that confidence. And then I'd go out and apply it to this horse that I watched injure my dad and I start on the ground and then we worked our way up. And this horse helped me discover my passion for training horses. And I then went on to do all the things I wanted to do that I drew out on the other side of that bridge of fear. And then it led into a beautiful career of training horses and helping other people do the same thing. So when you're setting up your business, you're going to have a lot of doubt. A lot of people are going to be telling you, you can't do this. You may not be able to do it the way other people have done it, but this is where you need diversity and you need to have an action plan and you need to come at it in an angle that nobody else has. So everything is changing. Look at the way we shop now. We no longer go into the stores for every little thing. With Amazon that's come along, that started out as a bookstore. Look what it's turned into. They found a way to overcome adversity, fulfill a need. People's lives got busier and busier as now both parents are usually working instead of one parent staying home to tend to the household and do all the shopping and handle the household needs. Now we see dual income families where both parents are out working and that eliminates a lot of time at home. It takes that away. So now we need to find a way to get our food faster, get our groceries faster, get whatever items we need faster and quicker. Now we have two day prime. They found a way to add diversity to people's lives 
and meet those needs. So setting up an agricultural business, it is no different than any other business when you break it down. So I'm going to give you a little kick in the W's here because I'm just sick and tired of hearing people say, you can't do this. No wonder only 2% of our population is in agriculture. 2%. We are the current generation. There is no reason why we cannot start out in agriculture, make a living off of this. Whether you're a rancher, a farmer, whether you're raising crops or livestock, it does not matter. At the end of the day, it's a business. Yes, there are more challenges that are unique to starting an agricultural business, but where there is a will, there is a way. We live in a day and age where we have all the information at our fingertips. There are so many incredible resources available for beginning farmers and ranchers. You have to be willing to do the research and put the time in and jump through the hoops. And there's a lot of hoops, but it's not impossible. So do not let somebody tell you who is outside of this industry that it can't be done. Use that as fuel for your fire to prove to them that it can be done. This business is no different than any other business as far as the fundamental structures where you're providing a product or a service in exchange for money to keep providing a product or a service. So do not let others creep fear into your journey. Do not let yourself produce false fears when the going gets tough because the going is going to get tough, but the tough get going. And I know that sounds so cliche, but there is a lot of truth behind that. So cinch up, sweetheart. It's a long journey, but it's a beautiful journey. And it doesn't matter if it takes you five years or 30 years to get to your goals. It's better than letting fear hold you back to where you never even strive for them. So don't let somebody who's never done what you're doing place fear in your path. And if this is a professional you're hiring to help you build your business, an accountant, a lawyer, whatever it might be, you need to seriously reconsider who are you are paying to help you succeed. Essentially, this is a member of your team to help you get your business off the ground. And if they don't believe in you, and they only bring up negative points each time you meet with them, it is time to fire that person and find somebody else. There's plenty of other professionals out there that you can find somebody who's gonna be more encouraging and help you overcome problems and find solutions than somebody who's coming at this in a negative aspect and from a negative angle when you meet with them. Of course, you are paying them for their professional advice, so don't misunderstand this. If they are helping to guide you on your journey and what they are telling you is legit and hey, you might wanna watch out for this or hey, we should reconsider this. Here's what I suggest, here's my solution. Those are things you wanna hear from this professional you're hiring. But if they're saying, I told you so, well, this ain't gonna work. You're gonna be out of business in three to five years. You don't need that. There's plenty of other fish in the sea. You will find somebody to help you on your journey and build you up. This is a team you are paying them to help you build your business. And something that's really unique with a business in the agricultural industry, we are very passionate people. And I know I'm getting really passionate on this topic, but I know that if I'm facing this while I'm getting my business off the ground, I know you guys are gonna be facing this as well. And I know you're gonna be hearing this negativity because this world has been run rampant with it. And it's amazing to me how much these fears can creep in and then produce anxiety and procrastination. And then we start getting to that paralysis by overanalysis and we start second guessing ourselves. You need to make sure you don't fall into that scarcity mindset. 
Next week, we have Jessica Anderson joining us, and she did a fantastic job our next episode. I love her energy. I love what she brought to the episode. I can't wait for you guys to hear her come on and share with us her journey. So stay tuned for next Saturday at 9 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. So in the meantime, until I talk with you again next week, keep it up. I'm proud of you. We've got this. We are the current generation, and there's no reason in this day and age why we can't be ranchers or farmers. We have so many resources available to us, and you're already utilizing one of them in the format of podcast. Reach out to YouTube, Instagram, look online for other people doing similar things. Get hands-on experience with ranchers and farmers in your area. And also, don't be afraid to step outside of our industry. I've learned a lot of stuff from other folks in different industries. One of my favorite podcasts to listen to is the Fallon Taylor podcast, as well as the Gold Digger podcast. That's a barrel racer and a businesswoman who started out as a photographer. None of those relate directly to ranching or farming, but I've learned a lot about business and life by listening to their podcast episodes. So don't be afraid to step outside of our industry because we can learn something from everybody and it can help us on our journeys. All right, you guys, I'll talk to you really soon. Thanks for joining me.